How's everyone doing this week? And welcome back. Thanks for joining into this week's podcast. I picked up a 24-hour overtime shift directly after my scheduled 12-hour shift. So I worked 36 hours straight, and I was physically drained by the end of it. It was a lot of fun, though. I got to work with my first-ever permanent partner, and it brought back some really good memories because she's a, a great medic and a fun and fantastic person to hang around. This podcast, we're going to talk about the pros and cons between day shift and night shift, and just my overall opinion on both of them. This topic was brought up by one of our listeners, and I thought it was a fantastic idea. I do get messages on Instagram from people who are new to this field, or they are thinking about going to EMT school, so this should be a really good insight as to what differences the two shifts might bring. So we're going to hear a short message from our sponsor, then we will talk about the differences between day shift and night shift. Like I said, this topic was suggested by one of our listeners. Uh, Charlotte, this was a great idea. Thank you for giving your input and ideas. Uh, If anybody else has anything you want me to talk about or any questions you want answered, go to emt underscore life underscore podcast on Instagram and message me. You know, I will always answer and I'll do my best to answer quickly and appropriately. So Charlotte wanted to hear the differences between uh, day shift and night shift. So let's get into it. I work a 12-hour night shift as my scheduled shift. So with that being said, I might be a little biased towards night shift. Personally, I like nights better than days. And when I started working, uh, night shift was the only option for me at the time, so I had no choice. But let me start off by saying, when you do work night shift, uh, you do get paid a shift differential. So you make a little more money working nights. It's not a whole heck of a lot more, but it does help if you're a little tight for money. I will say... One downside to night shift is that on your days off, you end up sleeping during the day. So on my days off, I find myself doing household chores, you know, like dishes, laundry, cleaning, stuff like that at like midnight, 1 a.m. So even on your days off, your body is used to sleeping during the day and your body follows your regular, you know, work pattern basically. So when you work day shift, you know, your body follows and functions like a normal human being. So you're still awake during the day and you sleep at night when you're at home. If, you know, you and your family or your friends want to do something during the day, you aren't tired and dragging your feet around all day trying to stay awake. So that's a plus to day shift. Another downside to night shift is food. After about 10 p.m., the restaurant portion of most of the fast food places closes, but the drive-thru is still open. Well, you can't fit an ambulance through a drive-thru. They're just too tall. So when you work night shift, it is very limited as to where you can eat. 
we more often than not have to settle for gas station food. I'm getting better at cooking and bringing my food so I can eat healthier. And gas stations usually have a microwave that we can use. Or uh, the EMS rooms at the hospitals have microwaves we can use. So you can heat up your food that way. Now, during day shift, you can pick and choose basically any restaurant to eat from that you want and whichever time you want. But, you know, remember, as soon as you either order your food or your food gets delivered to you, it's inevitable you will get a call. I have no idea why, but whenever I've tried to eat without fail, I have gotten a call. I have never been able to successfully finish a meal at work yet. It's just how it works. Now, I like and dislike day shift for the same reason. During the day, there's more people out. Now, I like it because I get to see and interact with more people, but at the same time, driving during the day is just terrible. During the day, obviously, the sun's out for the most part, unless it's a rainy day. But the sun's out, so it's bright, which brings down your visibility. And I don't mean you actually being able to see, although sunglasses are really helpful during the day. But I mean your ambulance is more difficult to see. Your lights aren't as bright during the day, so you have to really use your siren. When you come up to red lights and stop signs... You really have to stop and double and triple check that you're clear to proceed because people won't see you. You know, at night, your lights are bright as fuck. I rarely have to use my siren at night. I'll use my siren if I see that there's a potential for a car to pull out in front of me. Or if I'm coming up to a red light and I can't see the intersection, I'll use my siren. Now, when I'm coming up to the red light, obviously you slow down, even at night. But when I'm coming up, I slow down, and if there's no one there, I'll turn the siren off and I'll just keep going through. But you still have to double check, because there there will be that one time when you don't check and you go through it, you'll hit someone. So during the day, there's more traffic, and your chance of having an accident increases greatly. And at night... Cars are very few and far between, you know, especially after at midnight. Now, I'll get a little nitpicky here by talking about the weather. Now, the weather, especially during the summer, working during the day during the summer, it is just way too freaking hot. At least at night, you get a break from the heat, so that's a good positive night shift. But then again, during the winter, it's the opposite. Nighttime's cold and daytime's warm. Where I'm from in Florida, this last week, the nighttime temperature got into the the mid to low 30s. So I was wishing I worked during the day. Now, what about call volume? Call volume during the day is typically much higher than at night. During the day, obviously, more people are awake. So that contributes to the higher call volume. Uh, There are more calls for lift assist during the day because the elderly are up and moving about their house. 
There's more chance for traumatic injuries from car accidents because there are just more people out on the road. Not to say that accidents don't happen at night, but during the day, there is a higher probability that it will happen. And even with me working on night shift, I have still worked more car accidents during the day than I have at night. But on night shift, you have the higher probability of seeing the more crazy people. You know, I've already told the story about the the guy we had who tied a shoestring around his balls thinking it would help get himself off faster. Like, those are the kinds of people you will have to deal with and you meet at night on a regular basis. We deal with the crazy people. Uh, you will run a lot more overdose calls at night. You have more assists for the sheriff or police department, depending on where you work. You know, most most of the policing work happens at night. So you get somebody who runs away. Uh, if they get tased, will show up, check their heart, pull the taser prongs out, make sure they're okay. You know, stuff like that. You get more attempted suicide calls at night. So really... Uh, Picking what shift you want to work is up to you, depending on like what you want to see. Some places even offer 24-hour shifts, so you can work both day and night. I decided not to work those because they run constantly day and night and never get any time to sleep. So I only work those if I want some really good overtime. But like I said, it all just depends on what is best for you and what you want to see and do. Now... You will run a lot of the same calls between the two shifts. But like I said, night shift deals with all the freaking crazy people. Now, what would this podcast be without a little story to end it off, right? Like I said, I picked up a 24-hour overtime shift this week with my old partner, and it was just like when I first started. We were super busy. We ran all day. We ran all night. And it was what I expected it to be, just freaking crazy. We maybe might have gotten an hour of sleep, maybe, and that was it. One call that stands out from that shift was a call for an unknown problem. Bystanders had called in for a car that was parked on the grass next to the entrance of a Dollar General with the driver slumped over the steering wheel and the car still running. We were on our way to our fleet building to get another monitor because our monitor would not capture a 12 lead and being on an ALS truck, that's kind of important. So dispatch comes over the radio and says, hey, I know you got to go to fleet for equipment, but you're closer than this. So you're going to have to take it. So we got dispatched because it was probably less than five minutes away. And we just told our dispatcher, hey, that's fine. You know, just have our supervisor respond with us. And we only did that because he carries a monitor with him in his truck. And ours wasn't working properly. So pulling up on scene, I can see the car. It's in the grass. And through the driver's side window... The driver is slumped over the steering wheel. Get up to the car, 
All the doors were locked. So we look in to see if he's breathing, which we could visually see he was breathing. Now, before you can break any windows, you have to really be sure that the person needs your help. Because you can't just go around busting people's windows because you want to. So we did what we could. We banged on the hood of the car, banged on his windows, tried to wake him up, tried to see if you know he was just sleeping. Uh, but nothing. The patient was unresponsive, and we could, like I said, we could visualize he was breathing, but his breathing was shallow and slow. Supervisor gets on scene, and he makes the decision that we can break the window. I put on my gloves that I bought, and I suggest everyone buys a pair of either like gardening gloves or mechanic gloves because you need to protect your hands. So I put them on, I grab our Halligan bar that our ambulances have, and I bust out the passenger window. So if you ever need to break a window at any point to get to someone, always break the window that is farthest away from the patient so you minimize uh, the glass, you know, flying into their face. I also broke the passenger side window because... After we cleared out all the glass on most cars, there's the unlock and lock button on the passenger side door. So I hit the unlock and unlocked all the doors. We rip them out, put them onto our stretcher, and we can audibly hear he has snoring respirations. So that means your tongue's semi-blocking your airway, so you're not You're not getting the air exchange that your body needs. So I put a NPA or a nasal pharyngeal airway in, which moves, keeps the tongue from blocking the airway. We gave him Narcan and we put him on oxygen. After three minutes, maybe, I mean, just like that, he came to. And like routine, like every every other overdose I've ever ran, after you know we ask him, hey man, what kind of drugs did you take? Did you take anything? You know he he stood there and goes, no, I didn't take anything. Yeah, okay. It's it's very common to hear that. Pretty much, like I said, almost on every overdose I've heard them say that. Uh, we had a double overdose at the jail and number one, I don't know how, well, I know how they got it in there, but I, whatever they got it in there and they took it. So when I asked what they took, they go, well, nothing. It, it must've been from the water. Yeah, right. Okay, buddy. Whatever you say, the water definitely made you overdose. But anyway, that call was fun because It's not every day we get to break into things to help someone. And I don't know about you, but for me, it's always fun to break something. Uh, But with that being said, I hope that this podcast has been a good insight as to some of the differences between day and night shift um, and kind of what you can expect so you can make a, a better and more educated decision on what shift you want to work. 
if you're new to this field, if you're in EMT school, or if you're thinking about going to EMT school and you have any questions or just want to want advice or just talk about something, you just you can always ask me on Instagram at EMT underscore life underscore podcast. Like I said, I'm I will always answer uh, and I will be more than happy to just just talk to you about it, uh, about anything really. Um, so as always, everyone be safe this weekend. Have fun and God bless.